0: At the same time, Gravik Spears. Um, I think Gravik is a very interesting character because he really is. Um he's he's the story of an immigrant child he is as somebody who um comes from an immigrant family like this is like the story of immigrant children they um are brought to a world where they are expected that they're going to have a better life and when they don't have that like ability to have a better life they are allowed to get angry they are allowed to be upset and honestly it's kind of just the story of i feel like our entire generation as well because we are promised a better world repeatedly and then Um, our predecessors get upset when we lash out and we're upset that we were not given, you know, the peaceful life, the progress that we were promised.
1: are live with another episode of the secret invasion after show this is the after show for episode two of secret invasion the new marvel disney plus show that's on disney plus right now if you haven't watched the episode already watch it then come back if you're seeing us live you are watching us live on our live stream at uh, twitch.tv slash the show or youtube.com slash Show, or you're listening to audio and audio only and you can't really see us, and that is where you get your podcasts uh, from. So once again, if you haven't seen the episode, uh, come back for the podcast or watch the live stream later, and it's not, wouldn't be live, it would just be a stream. <laughs> It'd be a past stream. Either way, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and...
2: I'm Hi, host,
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't fill. I didn't fill the <laughs> guest in on what the co-host was doing. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna do it again because you know this is live, baby. Like Saturday Night Live, oh. except uh, Wednesday. I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira, and I'm
2: the
0: co-host, Reddy, and, and I'm. <laughs> And I am your guest star today, Blue Lambert, Crybaby Blue on Instagram and TikTok, but soon to be on Twitch as well because I have been bullied into making a Twitch account.
1: That's that's really where our, most of our growth comes from, is being bullied, truly, you know? truly, you know, and, it really our, is, and like, our trauma. I,
0: you know, it's like I wouldn't be the nerd I am today if I wasn't bullied. You know, I wouldn't have sit in my room and watch like re br- like reruns of the X Men, the Amazing Spider Man animated series, if I
1: wasn't bullied as a child. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know what? People who weren't bullied do when they read X Men. They
0: comment things like.
1: What? I was no, going to say they gonna, don't, read. I was they don't say read. they don't read X Men.
0: Exactly. I was going to say they comment things like Stan Lee wouldn't want this.
1: Yeah. Oh, woke. woke, X-Men more like woke men. Am Um, I right? Nightcrawler's supposed to be white. He's blue. Shut up. So we're going to go into secret invasion, which surprisingly touched on a couple points here. Um, This episode, uh, before we talk about this episode real quick, blue. what what did you think about the first episode?
0: I have thoughts and I have feelings and I have opinions. And I think, you know, that is totally okay. Um, I, my reaction to uh, Maria was the same thing. You know, when Copey said secret invasion was going to be the most depth she had as Maria Hill, I didn't think she meant she was going to be six feet under.
1: That is deep. That is a lot of depth.
0: Yep, it is a lot of depth. Um, um, no, it that ending got me. That ending got me because I it got me in. I'm really an angry and annoyed. But I will say right now, I like the sep- second episode way better than I like the first.
1: Uh, show of hands, yes, uh, you liked episode two better than episode one. Um, I'll say I liked episode two better than episode one. Riddhi?
2: I agree. I also liked episode two better than episode one, and that makes me happy. I'm glad. Mm-hmm
1: like kind of like what we talked about last week is that this show can only go up right like mm-hmm. it's one of those like spy thriller kind of shows that like it's going to be ramping up and yeah. if marvel sticks the landing which they didn't in my opinion with falcon and the winter soldier which is a very similar but different show um mm-hmm. than this one they didn't stick the landing on that one i'm wishing for the best thoughts and mm-hmm. prayers, you know when yeah i will say show. like this
0: is like the spy spy show like this is yeah and i think that's why it's hard for so many people to get into it right now is because it is something different than what we have seen um you know again even with falcon and the winter soldier there was still that sort of uh whimsical element to it but this really is kind of you know it's it's a spy show it's um it's not like black widow which tried to be like a mission impossible type of movie this is you know like uh a less a lot like I'm not I'm never gonna compare it to something um like too intense but you know it it definitely has you know that same kind of like classic spy idea into it um again I've really been enjoying it I think I don't I'm never gonna say like it's the best show but like you said earlier it can only go up from here
1: also Can you, do you guys feel like you can judge a whole series off of one or two episodes? Maybe by episode four, we could get a kind of good feel for this six episode series, right?
0: Exactly. I think by episode four or even three, I'll have like a decent idea of what, how I feel about it, but I can't judge it off like the second episode. And I think again, with this type of show, it's like, you have to give it a little bit of time before you say something.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a grower, you know? (laughs) I was gonna finish that phrase. Not I'm a fine. shower. Is that is that too much for this show? No,
0: you can say it. You can say it.
1: It, it is a grower.
0: If you don't say it, I'll say
1: it. it I mean, and, and not a shower. Maybe. Maybe, you know. Um, some some shows are like that. Um, but regardless, we're gonna do a quick uh, recap just to to uh, uh uh spark some ideas. Uh Ridley is gonna tell us uh what happened this episode so we can kind of refresh our brains and we can talk about it
2: sure so a lot happened it was a long episode um started off oh my god i gotta remember i like read a recap of the episode before doing this yeah uh, so we started off post bomb uh we see nick ferry was able to escape with talos and one of those girls if i could remember whose name got arrested but he was like the american one um yeah
1: it it yeah. i i wrote his name down somewhere but i'll, I'll find it yeah. but continue it's yeah like
2: baron maybe or something but yeah something something like he got that. Arrested. Bro- mm.
1: Yeah. um
2: and yeah nick fury brogan Carlos. okay brogan there we go Not imagine your no, name
0: brogan. being brogan
1: brogan <laughs> Bro- brogan hey what's up brogan yeah. <laughs> brogan is what like what like uh, a surfer guy would call wolverine you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually yeah. agree. It's
1: my Brogan. What's up, Brogan? Anyway, sorry. Continue.
2: No, you're good. Um, and then Nick Fury basically learns that the scrolls have all been on Earth this entire time. Um, and like Talos is like just mad at Nick because we we kind of learned that like this entire thing that happened is basically Nick Fury's fault because he made a promise, and he didn't follow up on that promise. He and he's also been using the scrolls for his own benefit, and I think that's what the crux of the problem is. It's not that I didn't follow up on my promise, but, like, you've been using this for your benefit, and there's been no progress for us. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of get, like, that idea, like, this is, like, Nick Fury's fault, and the scrolls have been on Earth the entire time, which obviously raises a lot of questions about, well, who's been a scroll this entire time that we just don't know of? Mm -hmm. um so that was a pretty big reveal we see rhodi again and as we saw he was summoned or and then we see um Gravic go to the skull the scroll council we found out that some of the leaders of the world are actually scrolls this entire time one of them was the prime minister and the other one was like a council member so i think that was a pretty big reveal Gravic is basically appointed as a general, which gives them unchecked power in the war against Skrull versus humans. Um, What happens? And yeah, Rhodey is summoned to basically ask about where Fury is, where Hill is, and everything that happened in Russia because the world leaders are blaming them for uh, the bombing. And basically, Rhodey and Fury end up meeting. Rhodey fires Nick Fury. Nick Fury's (laughs) mad. And he's like, just help her brother out. Um, I think they have a very interesting conversation in that moment. But yeah, so yeah. the two of them connect. And then the oh yeah, the uh scroll that was wow arrested, brogan. Um, yeah. he gets interrogated by Olivia Coleman's character whose name I can't remember right now. Sonia
1: Fallsworth.
2: Sonia Fallsworth. Stonia. Yeah, yeah, and then um we find out, and w- this is like earlier we find out that the scrolls are basically planning on building a machine, and there's a couple named the Dalton who are helping them. It seems like some type of like super soldier machine to make the scrolls more powerful in the fight, and like Gravik is leading the charge against that, and we see Gaia find that out. Um, the interrogation with Brogan is interrupted by Gravik who tracks his location. The Russians are killed, blah blah blah, um, and yeah, I think. The couple of big reveals are basically the scrolls that have been on earth, the secret machine that Gravik's building, and the last mm. one is that Nick Fury does indeed have a wife, and his wife is a scroll. And if But does sh- he
0: know? That's
1: I, the I, real question. I, feel like I think he knows because Yeah. Uh well, I mean, we'll we'll get into that. But uh, well,
0: if he truly here's my thing.
1: Yeah. This
0: is this is kind of like a young justice thing. Like if you truly love her, why isn't she allowed to be in her true form then?
1: If you're uh, alone? because so, so this is this is something. Let's talk about that. Since you're, since you, you know, blew, you know, it's the, like if you're gonna guess, if you're, like if guess you're the guest have a, gets her way, right? If
0: if you're gonna have a boo thing, why isn't your boo thing allowed to walk around in her green form at your own home? Exactly. That's clearly
1: but, remote. Okay, so it's not remote. Yeah, Was it's, it's it remote? like it's
0: in, it's in Yeah, it's in his own. It's in his own little, you know, like log cabin in the woods, Cullen house. You know. Yeah. Twilight, Collin House, like far spies away.
1: everywhere, right? And so, something that the Scroll Nation or whatever does is, when their warriors are out there, they do not turn into scrolls. They're not taking their scroll form when they're comfortable. So, like the Council met when the Council met, the five of them, six of them, um, they didn't turn to scrolls to talk. Mm-hmm. It said in the first episode that, like, if you're out in the human world, you are always a human. Like you don't change form. And so, um, so in this, for me personally, this scroll that we find out that Nick Fury is married to, by the way, good for him. I was actually very happy for him. I know, I
0: it's know. like I'm happy for you, but I feel like you don't know your wife as a scroll because that's the thing. It's like you are saying, like, but she was in her form before he came in. So clearly she's comfortable enough that yeah. like around so that's that's why it makes me think that she does that he doesn't know because if no, it can't knows. be about like oh there's surveillance surveillance or something there's you always know? surveillance that's the yeah, thing yeah but that's the thing so it's I, like if there's surveillance then why aren't you just being a scroll because clearly the surveillance can now
1: see you as being a scroll she's she she probably the way i see it and Rithi if you uh you want to chime in but i think she is comfortable being her scroll form but under the confines of like living out in the public she must relate, uh, be in human form. And she only took the scroll form when Nick Fury wasn't there. But it's the same scroll as the beginning scene that introduces Gravic to um, Nick. It's that same Skrull. I wrote down her name. Her name really? is Vara. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. same scroll.
0: It's the same I actress? I didn't make that connection. What?
1: it's the same does he know
0: that it's but does he know does he know it's that's the same person listen again the whole entire thing about this show is that nobody is who they say they are so i I I love that he's in love i love that he's in love but i I take everything with skepticism
2: i also think he knows because i feel like the reason that she turns back into a human is because like i don't know like just thinking about this like nick Fury could be tracked right like what if she knows that like he might be tracked so if he's in the house whatever's tracking him, like, could be on him, so that's why she turns into a human, so that they think that he's married to a human, and she's not a scroll. I don't think he's, like, that oblivious, like, I just I feel like it's too on the nose if she isn't, I don't know I feel like that's yeah. just, like, a twist that, like anyone can see coming, and I feel like if they want to be smart with the show, they shouldn't give us, like expected twist I also just think, like, it'll add an extra layer of complexity, I feel like I feel like for like the Nick Fury character we know, if he doesn't know that she's a scroll, it kind of goes against like everything we know about Nick Fury, like constantly being in the know and like knowing who the people around him are. So I just i I would say like it's very un I I think he would know, but I, again, I don't know. So okay,
0: yeah. well, here's my real question: Does that mean that scrolls and humans are compatible in certain ways?
1: They're very compatible. Yeah.
0: Why would so they? So you be? think that he, do you think he, she can shave? Do you her. think, do you think that he in the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quiet. This is a no, rated, this yeah, is they a
1: D13 show. They, no, I mean, you could say whatever you want. They definitely boinked.
0: Do you definitely boink well, while she's green?
1: Well, oh, no, I don't, actually don't think that's the case. I don't think, oh, well, they, well that's what
0: I'm wondering. Do they boink? They when might she's have green?
1: used to, they might have used to, but under their, from what I've gathered from this show, they're <laughs> they're. They have to remain in human form because there are spies everywhere, and no one on Earth can know that there are scrolls among us. It will Mm -hmm. break down everything they've set up. So he is his wife. She is his wife. She is his human wife. He knows she's not. She knows she's not. But they have to remain in human form. Hmm. You know? That's the way I, I see it. Now, whether they went off planet and boinked in green form, who knows? But I think under in their house, I don't think they can do it. Mm. Riddy? Really? That's rough, buddy.
0: <laughs> um shout out to Nick Fury being able to have like a wider range of emotions too. You know, I think I really appreciate that. Uh I appreciated that we got to see an emotional reaction to Maria's death. Um, I can only imagine then what his reaction to Natasha's death is. Like again, Marvel's killing off his daughters left and right. Carol, Sharon, like hide your kids, hide your wives. You guys are probably gonna be next um but I loved it I love seeing him like have more in-depth emotion than just kind of like this Nick Fury that I feel like a lot of people have in their heads of that he's like again like you said like he's always no he's the spy like he's just the man behind everything so I think now he's given more depth and complexity and yeah allowing him to even be funny um is I think it's really good for his character and honestly I think that's why a lot of people aren't getting into this show is because they're doing that they're like making his character more than that almost than what we've seen the past um several years
1: yeah i mean there are also going to be people that were uh, the people who were perturbed at falcon and the winter soldier for bringing in race will also get upset at this oh absolutely race. like they can't see that nick fury is black that Rhodey is black why yeah. wouldn't that Anyway, we we will get to that. That, that little, that's little that's heavier stuff. Yeah yeah yeah. We'll we'll come back to that. So the it does. Uh, we do start off with with like that beginning scene in the past in the nineties, mm-hmm. where the scrolls where Vara, which is uh, Nick Fury's wife, brings in Gravik. Gravik's a kid. Uh, Guy is a kid at that point. Um, it shows clips shit. from Captain Marvel, right? Ye- yes. briefly, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. in the yeah. intro. Just yeah. in the yeah. intro. The one yeah, comes cool. like of the family. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, so we get that little scene where it opens up with um them agreeing to Nick Fury that mm-hmm. be- Talos and Nick Fury together inspire the scrolls to kind of do that. But it does suck that as we get into the episode of uh that Nick Fury essentially was just using them for assignments. Like, he was mm-hmm. working to find them a homeworld. But also, like, he, they had to invest time in him. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It definitely kind of felt like dangling the carrot almost. It's like, yeah, I'm going to find you a new homeworld. I'm going to find you a new homeworld. And yeah. I get it's It's probably difficult to find a ton of people a new homeworld. But it's been, what, over 30 years now? It's like, you should have found one by now. And, you know, maybe they're going to yeah. bring in, like, why, like, there's a reason why he hasn't, like, a genuine reason. But honestly, I think there not being a real reason other than the fact that he was too preoccupied with, like, again, like you said, exploiting the scrolls. Um is honestly a better layer to it, I think. You know, does it make Nick Fury out to be war- uh, kind of bad? Yeah, but again, nobody's right or wrong in this situation.
1: He's always been a morally gray kind of exactly and I'm glad they're leaning into that aspect
2: I honestly want more backstory on like Nick Fury and how he got to where he is because I feel like it's hard to it's hard to understand a lot of the times where he's coming from with certain things like why is it that he wants to protect the earth and why is it that he built something like S.H.I.E.L.D. like what happened in his past that I haven't read the comics, so I like I don't know like genuinely know like well Nick Fury. also this
0: is a different Nick Fury because this isn't even technically the Nick Fury from six one six um you know this Nick Fury was inspired by the ultimate uh Nick Fury um so it's that type of thing where it's like he doesn't oh, really yeah. have a defined past that we have and again that's why I liked in, uh when him and Talos were on the train that he started talking about how his childhood like yeah. how he was with his mother and the uh, you know tell me something I don't know game I like those little snippets that we're getting of his ba- of his history that help him like have these ideals you know exactly
2: and I just like I want more because I like I think I generally want to know how he got to the position of, like, where he is, because he definitely did hint at that even at the conversation with, like, Rhodey, you know, specifically talking about, like, their, like, obviously them being Black and, like, the experiences that come with that and the power dynamics, but I just, like, want more context onto, like, why his morals are the way they are and, like, what Mm -hmm. happened in his past. And I think it's like really good. I agree with you that we're getting like the small flashbacks. They definitely like lean into the mysteriousness of this character. I think I just want the full story because I'm like yeah. so intrigued to know.
0: I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if they did something like uh how WandaVision, they waited um to like the further episodes to show more of like the history of the characters. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe, you know, like episode 5 we get like half the episode is young
1: Nick Fury. Yeah. I mean, I want the little snippets. It's a classic trope where it's like this mysterious character. We get snippets. Rick and Morty does it, you know, with um, uh, with Rick and his backstory. Like Rick spent in Rick and Morty spent a you know amount of time being like a a freedom fighter, <laughs> like with that's uh, sure what's so his name? weird. What's his, his uh, name? Birdman, the bird guy.
0: Birdman, yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. And so like that's what this seems like. He he was a scroll freedom fighter. Also, the fact that he has a wife who's a scroll um shows that he's not speciest, right? It's easy for yeah. th- us to like for them to write a Nick Fury who hates scrolls, mm-hmm. but no, he he's part he's part of it, you know? Yeah. Like well, he's getting the invite to their cookout, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, I think that, again, that's oh, another sorry, reason and, uh, why. Really quick, I just want to shout out Mr. Plow in our Twitch chat. Uh, twitch oh my gosh, slash the my show. Uh What's up to Mr. Plow out there saying he rescued Alexander Pierce's wife and that's how he became the head of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Oh. Was wow, that stated that's... in
1: Winter Soldier?
2: I think that probably was, yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, I did not
0: know that. By the way, Dang. how weird
1: is it that Robert Redford was in an MCU movie? Like... I think
0: about that sometimes. Again, like you think about these characters, it's... Insane, insane. Yeah. Um, speaking of people being at the MCU, Olivia yeah. Coleman being an addition into the MCU, I hope that we see more of her after Seeker Invasion. I think she is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. the way that she carries herself as Sonya is intimidating you know I loved when she was uh, intimidating Brogan and he was of course all macho and everything and she was like you know I'm not going to pretend and the first thing that she did was cut off his finger was Mm -hmm. she showed that she mean business and I love that and that told us so much about her character that she's someone who does not hesitate she does not take any bullshit and she wants her information and she doesn't care how she gets it I love that it was beautiful it was fantastic I love these type of female characters especially yeah. And of course Olivia Coleman in general
1: just She's doing a she's doing a really good job. Like I don't know where where is she from?
0: Um, but then she was also in The Crown she played uh, the queen Um, she was in Lost Daughter she did The Favourite The Favourite that was also a fantastic movie in Mm -hmm. that she played Queen Anne
1: She's doing a good job and I'm still like, okay, I'm trying to like figure her out. It's part of the whole thing. Um uh Riddhi, did you have uh something that you wanted to bring up?
2: Like, just in general, or like yeah. um I I kind of wanted to talk about like I feel like the episode had really good interesting commentary on human nature, specifically in the discussion. Oh, absolutely. Of the way- the graphic views humans and the line that really stood out to me i'm gonna butcher it but it's like humans are made for self-destruction uh we are like made to consume ourselves to our end something like that i just think it's a really interesting line like given our current like climate and everything oh absolutely um (laughs) yeah but yeah, I was like wondering your thoughts on that, and like, why do you think that the writers included in the discussion, like, what that says about, I don't know, something like the scrolls versus humans, and like, is there really um, a difference between the two species, or
1: are
2: yeah, they just, well, like mirrors of each other?
0: I think adding on to that, I don't know who said it. Um, the woman, the senator, uh, who like pushed back on him said, um. We fell because we were too. I don't. I don't know who she
1: is. Yeah,
0: she said to him, "We fell because we were too willing to go to war." Mm -hmm. Um, And I think again that adds to that complexity of trying again that common thing of trying to like repeating the mistakes of the past, trying to. Um, seek a better future, but you continuously are making the same mistakes. You're not actually willing to learn from the like the history. And again, I think like you said, scrolls and humans aren't that different because the reality is is that they are both going to harm people in the name of protecting their people. You know, yeah. and at the same time, Gravik Spears. Um, I think Gravik is a very interesting character because he really is. Um he's he's the story of an immigrant child he is as somebody who um comes from an immigrant family like this is like the story of immigrant children they um are brought to a world where they are expected that they're going to have a better life and when they don't have that like ability to have a better life they are allowed to get angry they are allowed to be upset and honestly it's kind of just the story of i feel like our entire generation as well because we are promised a better world repeatedly and then um, our predecessors get upset when we lash out and we're upset that we, we're not given, you know, the peaceful life, the progress that we were promised,
1: almost. He's not only an immigrant child, although I, I agree with you. He's also like a war orphan, right? Like, exactly. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, a refugee. They're all refugees. The thing that I think is interesting is that Nick Fury and Gravic agree on some things.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: both agree that the Skrulls need uh, a homework. Right. Mm-hmm. But Gravic has given up on the belief that Nick Fury will find them an external homeworld. Yeah. They both know that humans and Skrulls can't coexist. They, they can't. both know that. Now, me personally, as like me from the, watching this show, I would like to believe that they can coexist. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. what this. Sh- I feel like this, this show is going to show us. I don't think it's going to end with a nice and tidy. Let's move the Skrulls to new Skrullos. Oh, I've absolutely seen, not. You know, but like Nick Fury talks on the on the train. The train talk is is
0: Oh, the train talk a is really amazing.
1: Good talos, Fury scene. Uh mm-hmm. Nick Fury, and I wrote it down. Nick Fury mm-hmm. says there's not enough room or tolerance. He says both. He's like, there's not enough room or tolerance on this planet for another species. He yells, I it, think- right?
0: That was a beautiful line. That really was.
1: He's not saying there's no not enough room. If we had one or the other, we'd be fine. We mm-hmm. don't have room or tolerance on mm-hmm. this planet for another species.
0: And isn't it crazy? Because after ever, it, it also, again, it's another commentary of it doesn't matter how much trauma the human race goes through. Um, Things like bigotry and racism still continue to live on strong. Those ideals, and again, like again, paralleling to after the Thanos snap, you would think, oh well, the world is going to come and unite together. But again, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Wandavision, all these shows that take place after have shown that, like, yes, this big tragedy has occurred, but the reality is, is that it hasn't brought the world together. It hasn't brought world peace or anything like that. If anything, the world in a little even more shambles. And so again, I think it's a great commentary how um, there's always some issue that's going on. There's always intolerance and it's really
1: sad. It, I, I know it has to suck for Nick Fury because I know that like he he was been working for years for a better future. But mm-hmm. The problem is, is like, it will always be like, what? One step, two steps forward, one step back. Like it yeah. will always be that. And the fact is like, what we see from both of these sides is Mm -hmm. how will we, how will they compromise their morals because they Mm -hmm. feel like they're at a hurdle without realizing that like, there are always going to be hurdles. Mm -hmm. So when things get tough, what do you do? You know? Mm -hmm.
0: And Sonia says uh, that in the first episode, she says like, you realize that it doesn't matter like what you do. There's always going to be another threat. and i think again that's like what nick fury really is struggling with in this show you know it's how do you be a man amongst gods you know it's like how do you walk amongst these types of people because yes originally you were the one who did bring them together you were the one who wove all the pieces but now um the pieces are scattered you know there's it, like the universe is even bigger and the Thanos event proved that so how do you find out who you are when you really are this tiny speck of dust in a huge galaxy
2: it's also like that like and then also like everything that he's known in life is just like gone away like Carol's not there I mean the Avengers aren't there but even like S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't there and he his whole thing was like I'm head of S.H.I.E.L.D. and like I use this organization to like help save he's like hanging on to threads right now just yeah. trying to get by and it's like I think it's a really interesting position to put him in because we've always seen him at least have it somewhat together. I mean, he's always been in, like, dire situations. But, you know, he has this, like, team of agents. He had S.H.I.E.L.D. He had, like, all the cool technology. And now he's just, like, he's barely scraping by. And I think ending the scene with him at the with his wife was just, like, a very different type of Nick Fury. And I really like what they're doing with this character in that sense. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's funny comparing this scene, the ending scene of this, where he goes to his wife versus seeing Clint Barton's family. With Clint, I was like, why should I care? Who cares? Like, I don't know you, you know, but like Nick Fury, we've known for a very long time.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: hits way better. Yeah. I just, I, I think it's because, yeah, they've, we've developed the Nick Fury character for so long. And then to, it's, it's a, it's a big twist but also is it uh, there's so well, much of nick fury we don't know
2: yeah oh, absolutely i've i've always like been intrigued by that one scene and was it winter soldier where nick talks about his wife and like like he mentions that he has a wife right nick fury when he's at um steve's apartment yeah. yes yeah like that was like that scene has always stuck with me because i'm like i've always thought like does nick fury have a wife or not mm-hmm. like for the entire MCU, and like now that they confirmed that, I feel like a part of me that like watched Winter Soldier for the first time like is a whole again because I'm like, oh, yes, actually has a wife. Like it's confirmed, like a hundred
0: percent. So yeah. I did love where she was like, okay, put the ring on first. I was yeah. like, that that was like okay. Well, I love what's that. what's the rule? That.
1: Is that what she said? She was like, you yeah. know the rule. What's the rule? Or whatever. And then
0: right? I love that. I love that. It was listen. Yeah. I, I I do hope the best. I'm still suspicious, but it was very sweet. Their little kiss, it, it warmed my little heart, especially after losing the love of my life. Um, Maria Hill, if you're listening on podcast, my back screen is currently a uh, thing of Maria Hill. I really miss her already. I really hope this is some Winter Soldier, like Phil Coulson thing going on because she deserved so much more time. She really did. Mm-hmm. It's
1: funny because we haven't had S.H.I.E.L.D. Like S.H.I.E.L.D. dissolved in phase two. Yeah, like we haven't had Shield for fifteen years. Like, oh god, you just made me feel really old. I mean, yes, we count our years in Marvel, in MCU years. You know? <laughs> oh, like, that makes sense. That's how we count. We no, you know, how, I, I how really old, do. How old were you when you saw blah blah blah?
0: How old you was were... I when Final Fantasy fifteen came out? I was fifteen.
1: Oh, really? i was yeah and
0: i i I thought that game that game released a while ago i know that because get totally off topic because final fantasy 16 just came out um and i was like oh how long ago did final fantasy 15 come out in 2016 i was like "Ah, i was in high school oh god you know it's one Um, of those moments it's like iron man came out in 2008
1: oh god yeah i i just as we got to get back on track but <laughs> iron man i saw iron man i left before the end credit scene i didn't know there was an end credit scene because that was the first one so i didn't know and i walked out and i found out that samuel jackson as nick fury was in it i'm like where oh the scene that i missed come on
0: oh what a time truly yeah
1: uh, I want to shout out Mr. Plow in the comments saying that the instant arrival um, of the, he says de-blipped, but technically it's the blip. The snap takes people out and the blip brought people back. So it's yes. the blipped folks destabilize everyone's lives, like working in the kitchen that gets a huge order from a party of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Right? There's so many hurdles. And Nick Fury was gone for for that whole five years. Yeah. So it's and not again, like that
0: plays he a lot. got
1: used to this new shift and then another Mm. new shift
0: it's only been like what i think in canon right now it's only been like a year or two since the blip happened i believe i believe it's only been like two-ish years not even like one or two years Um, yeah almost two years yeah and i think that's like not enough time to heal from that kind of trauma i feel like to know that five years of your life is completely gone and that when you come back the world is even more different than you left it even more broken than you left it you know i think there is a i think you know that's part of why he went to the moon i think that Mm -hmm. is part of the way a reason why he did it it's because it was a way for him to escape he was able to go back to building something that he knew he was going to build a station he immediately you know similar to monica jumped right back into the world that he knew and it was a way of avoiding you know facing the actual consequences of what had happened. And again, those five years too, for the scrolls, five years, they were without Nick Fury as well, you know? So that's another five years of them not having that kind of like lifeline. And I think that is also going to definitely play in the future to the story as a whole. And I know Graphic's going to have something to say about that.
1: Also, mm-hmm. another question is, did Nick Fury's wife get blipped or snapped?
0: That was my other one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. What happened to Talos' wife too on the topic of wives? what happened? How did she die?
1: We still haven't learned how. We 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 know it has something to do with graphic, right? It definitely like has something to do with graphic. graphic Absolutely. Killed her.
0: I don't think that he killed her because I feel if I feel like he would have just told uh Kira right then and there there. Um
1: You say Kira? If
0: Kira. Kira, Kira, I would I always forget how to pronounce You're talking her about
1: name. Gaia. You're Kira Gaia. is is her character in Star Wars. Listen.
0: I'm just going to say this right now. They missed an opportunity to have Amelia Clark be Abigail Brand.
1: That's Everybody it. Everybody thought. But I want them to, in time.
0: That, that's all. That's all I was going to say. I love in Amelia time. Clark. She's fantastic. I hope they keep her. She should be in the MCU. I love that woman with my whole heart. But yeah, so if if she really was, like, if she was killed by Gravik, I feel like he would have just told her straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, that's what I would have done if my wife was KO'd by somebody and I saw my daughter. I could be wrong.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, We learned that 2,000 civilians died in this Damn. Moscow bombing. And somebody online brought up that that was more than, like, all the civilian deaths in, like, the first, like, however many phases of Marvel combined. Because, yeah. like, Lagos... Lagos happened in Civil War. All those civilian deaths don't add up to 2,000. Even in New York, the Battle of New York, not that many really? people died. Wow. Well, All really I'm saying enough, is
0: that, listen, I don't know why. Wanda isn't that bad then anymore, okay? She's not the biggest mass murderer of the MCU.
1: But she she didn't murder those people. She, like...
0: Well, she, Have you have you seen... You've seen... Which i call it though. Oh logos the
1: oh oh yeah.
0: Yeah, multiverse and madness. Some people say that she was a mass murderer in Mount Lagos. I don't believe that she was. She just did her best. I love her. We all know that. We all know it. It's love not
1: her Maximoff. fault for Lagos. It's not it's not.
0: nothing is ever one of Maximoff's fault, okay?
1: Yeah. Um, they should have
0: let her they should have put her in therapy.
1: We also find out that Gravic is older than Gaia. I don't know whether that was stated in the first episode, but I think that is an interesting thing, right? Yeah. Are definitely they, please are they cute on each other no Maybe? no i, I hope know. Are they... no
0: i think that if they did that's like the most stereotypical thing it's like uh the ted lasso thing where it's like well main female character main male character obviously they need to be together now that type of thing
2: i was yeah. also like thinking about that and i hope it doesn't happen because i feel like it just it'll kind of leave an ick in the show like
0: yeah especially it's unnecessary
2: like, yeah especially like given the tension between Gravik and talos i'm like do we really need to do that
0: yeah well i think uh, it's very interesting because they both have different experiences with the war i think yeah. gaia was too young to fully remember it she still like has that trauma but gravics is different again like they said like he piloted a ship away from the battlefield mm-hmm. you know they have different experiences and that shapes them
1: differently as people
2: yeah exactly
1: Mm-hmm. supposedly in Sokovia there was only 177 fatalities
0: in wow. Age of Ultron
1: all of Age of Ultron 177 that's why I'm telling you that like you know they they add up like but 2000 the MCU Damn. hasn't hit 2000 uh, not at least in the first couple phases um, yeah dang I can't what, what's the biggest fatality count in the MCU up, up until that point up until this point,
2: maybe
0: Lagos. I don't
1: know. Maybe it was well, Lagos. Was like eighteen people, right? Okay, it was like
0: probably Ultron. Ultron,
1: like Sokovia, yeah, like, um, with one hundred and seventy-seven
0: Guardians of the Galaxy three. When the when the when he blew up the whole planet and all those oh, yeah. actually them, but yeah, yeah that doesn't really count, count because that was
1: yeah. on Earth.
0: Let's say on Earth
1: in um, Nick Fury's purview, right? Like. I'm trying to think of like what the biggest fatality thing in encounter. I think
0: is. it was New York. Or
1: I don't think the battle of New York ranked that was... high.
0: The Avengers battle wasn't that big either. Well, I don't know how many de- people died in Wakanda when Namor flooded it.
1: Uh, oh yeah. I don't think that many people died though. 74 74 deaths in battle of New York only
0: 74
1: that's what's weird yeah because wow yeah
2: why but that's a yeah so wouldn't it be like the ultron one or wherever 177 people died i think it
0: was sokovia then it was sokovia maybe yeah. anyway i can't
2: i can't think of like another like really big thing that happened on earth where
0: like yeah because most of the other battles were contained like the battle for thanos was contained yeah, it was contained exactly. in Wakanda. Same yeah. with the second battle was contained oh. in that little area in upstate New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's why I like I just mm.
1: yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know how many um, people yeah, like civilians. Yeah, Mr.
1: Plow says Lamentus five. That's off world. It doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. We we see the, the scroll council. Um, I got names for some of these.
0: Who uh, you? The
1: Secretary general of Russia was he this was that who the secretary general general was
0: uh yes i believe so and of course a russian is a scroll i can't hear you
1: something oh happened. can you hear me now really, can i hear you
0: i don't uh, can you hear me
1: i can't hear you give me give me give me one sec maybe it's me it, it's probably you
0: yeah because i can hear both
1: of you. yeah because i can hear you okay now we're good you can hear all me. right
0: there we are yeah i was gonna say of course it, there's a russian that's a scroll
1: yeah, and a Fox News guy.
0: <laughs> that too. That too. That too. I, I really love that. I love, like, the FXN. I was like, okay, we see you. We we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. Yeah. You're you're a little sneaky for it, but we understand. We know what you're doing. We know what you're I doing, just, Marvel, and I love you for it.
2: I just realized, like, what, what happened with Russia this past week and, like, the secret invasion thing. I was like, it's too on the nose. I don't know why. Oh, God. Like,
0: oh my God. I know the coup that's and, going like, on with Russia.
2: I was just like, this is... Too on, like, I don't know, like, they're not related because it's not like an America versus Russia conflict, but then it's also like because it was a coup at Russia, it got attacked from the inside, right? Yeah, scroll is a prime minister of Russia from the inside, secretary general, secretary general, but like, very close. I was like, okay,
0: a little little too much. It's just like a little too on the nose right now, a little too on the nose.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, there are also people that believe that lizard people control. The world. So this is true. Know, this is true. Um, we we add, there's five council members, but we only get like descriptions from three of them. One's the secretary mm-hmm. general of Russia, named Sergio. The other one's Madam Prime Minister of UK, I would assume. Mm-hmm. The other one's Shirley, and I don't know what Shirley does. I'm surprised she left alive.
0: I, I that was my thing too. I was like, I was so surprised because then we see him kill Brogan so easily, mm-hmm. which. I-, I knew Brogan was gonna die. I'm like, Brogan, you're, uh, like, RIP Brogan, but you definitely aren't leaving this, like, room alive. I immediately knew as soon as he, like, took him out. I'm like, well, he's going out to the pasture, y'all. Say yeah. a prayer. He's going out to pasture. Yeah. So I was very uh, surprised that he left her alive. Yeah. Maybe because you know, he was you know, expecting her to call Nick Fury, though.
2: He, no, she, yeah. She didn't call Nick Fury. She called Talos. She called Talos.
0: Oh, that's what I meant. Like, that's what I meant. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was the whole point, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But we get two unnamed guys. That I don't know what they're all about, but maybe we'll probably see more of them. Uh, One is the Fox News guy, or the whatever, and then the other guy was the other guy. So, we shall find out. Um, We also hear something about Emperor Drogue's colony. Talos says that everybody except for Emperor Drogue's colony is on Earth. The people mm-hmm. they can find right. So who is we that? We know a drug? that
0: the well, scroll royalty. So we know that the yeah. scroll um like royalty bloodline has clearly um survived. And I'm wondering if a reason why they haven't fully, you know, come together as a people is because then that is going to be held over them again. Because when you have an an imperial bloodline and something like this happens, um, yeah. you have a new system of government. We see it there as a council now. Um, but if these two colonies were to merge, there would be uh, friction between them because you would have the Earth colony, which has more of a democratic, uh, re- like, you know, a democratic republic standpoint. And then likely the emperor's colony is imperial. So um, again, it, it adds to what Talos says in the first uh, part of, you know, Captain Marvel, um, not all scrolls are evil. It's a thing where it's, and, you know, Emperor Druk Drug,
1: drogue, I think.
0: Drogue may be the bad scrolls that he was always talking about. Who knows? We're not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, overs, you know, simplify or anything. But anybody who calls themselves an emperor, imperialism is bad. So,
1: I mean, Emperor you know? Doric, Emperor Doric the sixth, I believe. VI, is it VI? Yeah, I think that. Um, that is Hulkling from the uh, yes. uh, Young Avengers. He's emperor right now. He's doing the best he can in the comics.
0: Listen, yeah. listen. We don't... Teddy Teddy is Teddy is the best, okay? That is the okay. only imperial I will stand. But other than that, imperialism is
1: bad. Him and his <laughs> imperial consort. Yeah, him right? and his isn't gay that,
0: boyfriend. His husband.
1: That, yeah, isn't that Billy's, like, title? Imperial consort? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Um,
0: and also, you know, like, god, future god of the
1: universe. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny in Marvel, the family tree of Magneto's bloodline.
0: Oh, it's so funny. Is it's everywhere. so funny. I love, Magneto- I, <sighs> he, this is what happens when you get around too much, you know? I mean. You know? And then technically yeah. Wanda's daughter is um Vision's robot daughter as well, who I'm forgetting Viv, the name of Viv, because, Viv, Viv, Viv because he, they literally, he literally based his wife's his second Mm -hmm. wife's memories off her personality off of Wanda. So in the comics, she's like, I'm kind of like your mom. And it's true. She kind of is because he just copied Wanda's brain. And I'm like, it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess.
1: Yeah. I mean, and then Quicksilver married Crystal from the Inhumans. Yes. And they have Luna,
0: their daughter, who just just disappeared in comics recently. You know, like we haven't seen her and she's literally a mutant Inhuman daughter, you know? She's not a mutant though. Oh, she's inhuman, but yeah, like unless, the daughter unless, of a mutant and Unless human. they came
1: out that she was a mutant. but that's not know. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, neither here nor there, but then Billy being Scarlet Witch's son is married to the Emperor of the Skrull Empire. I wouldn't yes. be surprised if they don't mention Emperor Drogue at all this whole show. And then it, they he, he comes up in the Marvels.
0: That's what I was that's my big thing is I was gonna say I feel as though the Marvels is going to connect into Secret Invasion. I think part of it is going to be them trying to find a new planet for the scrolls because I think the Korean the scrolls were such a big crucial part of Captain Marvel's character in the first one. I can't see them going away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, really? speaking of oh. Captain Marvel, because that kind of segues to powers. Um, I believe that the machine that they are doing is a machine that is going to give them the superhuman human abilities yeah. so that when they transform into, you know, uh the people like the Avengers, um, they're gonna have their powers. Cause as uh Graphic says, he's like, I have a plan for that.
1: Yeah. So and a I couple think this things is the plan. Get dropped. Um, we have a Dr. Dalton. It's a husband and wife duo. They mentioned the harvest. Mm-hmm. Um they mention oh, and then there's Four DNA samples they have. Groot for mm-hmm. somehow they got Groot's DNA. Probably yeah, I mean, from Wakanda. Like that's yeah. the only time he ever yeah. like popped into Earth. Uh a frost beast. But that's probably from Dark World, where there was yes. a frost beast running yeah. around. Um Cull Obsidian, who uh is is the big one from uh Infinity War who gets his arm chopped off. So they probably got his arm. And then extremis, and extremis is probably the easiest of these three, because there's like a guy with an extremis uh, stuff in Shang Chi fighting in the cage fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like that's probably you know, um, and yeah, it's it's they're really they're doing that for the powers, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, Riddy, I want to know your thoughts about this whole harvest thing and, uh. All that.
2: I was gonna ask what you guys thought the harvest was because I was a little confused by that like the first time. Like I just try to figure out like what they're doing. I thought it was first a time travel machine to try and bring more scrolls onto Earth.
0: I'm glad it <laughs> it you is. try time travel one more time. I swear to God.
2: Or not, not, not time travel. I meant teleportation. What the heck? Oh. No, yeah, not time travel. Teleportation. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like you know how um in the first Avenger, Dick Fury was trying to, like, summon aliens using the Tesseract or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Open gateways using the Tesseract.
2: Yeah. Mm. So I thought they were trying to do something, but then I was like, that doesn't make sense because they extracted DNA. Um. So, yeah. I, I think it's... I read somewhere that it's kind of to make them, like... There's something called the Super Scrolls in the comics. So it's to make yeah. them into, like, Super Soldier Scrolls, which I think is pretty... An interesting way to go about that. I... I don't know. Isn't it in in like the first episode? Didn't like Soren have a plant or something? There was like a blue thing. Is that the yeah. yes. harvest? Could that have something to do with the harvest? It I- may.
0: It may have something to do with it because I I think it was an interesting thing. I think it showed that scrolls and humans can coexist because he talked about how um this was from
1: uh
0: like uh
1: I think it was symbolic.
0: Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be symbolic of like we can go exist together, basically. Yeah. Like this plant, um, that is from Skrullix. Skrullix? Skrulix. Skrullos. Skrullos. Skrillex. No, I'm gonna just call it Skrulix. Actually. Like uh,
1: los. Like los. Um,
0: can Lobos. be compatible with anyway. Earth, so I think you know. Yeah. On the nose metaphor for humans and scrolls getting along.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I- Sorry, what was it?
2: No, I was just, I'm really intrigued to see where the machine thing goes. I just hope, I just think, like, my one main worry for the show is that they're introducing a lot of elements and there's a lot of stuff to get resolved.
0: Oh, and absolutely. They
2: like, a machine that adds a whole layer of complexity because it's like, what are you building? What's the outcome? How mm-hmm. is it going to affect everything? And I... I'm scared
0: that they're not. At the same time, I feel like that it does answer the question. Like it provides a way to show how the scrolls would be a threat as a whole. Because um, something like I I was thinking about as I was watching this episode because graphic says like I have a plan for if the Avengers like come out because like that's the thing it's like with these sort of sub level threats you have something like this where they're trying to take over the entire planet it's like well how are the Avengers like not gonna stop them then you know like how mm-hmm. will like the event and i think like this machine that gives them those abilities is a great way to introduce like oh here here's another contingency plan yeah of course so
2: sorry i was, was just that? gonna i had another curious thought am i the only one who is a little sussed out by the amount of time the avengers were mentioned in this episode and like what's going on with them because i feel like they haven't really they never
1: mentioned to... by name right
2: not by name but like calling them or like enduring calling in our friends them.
1: Right, Rhodey yeah. said, "Calling in our friends or something."
2: Yeah, right. And I feel like I don't think the Avengers have been like. I don't think they're discuss- an
1: institution right now. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: And they just like, but they like they were referred to several times already in the show. I don't know if it's because like it's Nick Ferry's there, but I don't know if it's like hinting towards something bigger with like what's going to happen with the Avengers themselves and the future we're going to see moving forward with them. I just thought it was interesting the amount of times that they were brought up.
0: I think what's really interesting is that I th- believe to the public the Avengers are still like a group, but the, but the reality mm-hmm. is there is no real Avengers. Like there's no core team the way that we saw there was before. And I think in the next phase is going to be focused on creating that new Avengers team.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And so I think that's kind of what it was leading into. And of course, you know, the Avengers are their Nick Fury's baby. Like he says, he's like my midlife crisis. I got the Avengers. Which, again, that line made me chuckle, made me laugh out loud in the first episode. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like you get a skateboard. I got the Avengers. I got a team of traumatic adults, yeah. you know?
1: A um, couple things. I wanted to go just a quick history of the Skrulls in the comics. Mm-hmm. So the Skrulls are a shape-shifting race that the Fantastic Four come across. And most of the time, they're just shape-shifters. And that's kind of the plot. Later on, the Skrull Empire sends they. He they create a couple of well, one super scroll and then a couple other lesser super scrolls, and mm-hmm. then they create a super scroll program. So, the mm-hmm. super scroll is, uh, as Mr. Plow pointed out, his name is Clerk K L uh, apostrophe R R T or something like that. Uh, clerk has Mr. Fantastic stretchy powers, human Torch's powers, uh, the thing and Invisible Woman. He has all four. And he can switch back and forth however he wants and utilize them. He can combine them, do that sort of thing. Now, this group thing, like all the four kind of hearken to that. Um, Personally, I think the harvest has to do with getting the DNA. I think the Mm -hmm. harvest is finding bits and pieces of these powered people without, like you can't go up to Thor and like take his blood. But you can yeah. find the scene of a battle in which he um, in which he bled and find his blood that way, right? I'm sure they <laughs> got uh, Cull Obsidian's arm, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: So, uh, but it kind of, Cull Obsidian is kind of like the thing. Extremis is kind of like Human Torch. Groot has stretchy powers, which, spoiler alert, if you watch the trailer... For Secret Invasion, Gravic has group powers. He has an arm that stretches.
0: Oh, so he might be the first test subject. Yeah. Definitely.
1: So I think you that's know? fair game because it was in the trailer and I do remember that. So it's like, but I don't, I hope they don't go full blast with Super scroll stuff because mm-hmm. I would like the Fantastic Four movie to deal with the Skrulls. I
0: would also feel like it would mess with the tone too much to include too much superhero. Because I feel like, again, the tone of this show is very set in having that old spy feeling to it. And I feel like if just putting too much emphasis into that superhero side kind of takes away from the show. And again, it also it's that thing where it's like, how do you tell a smaller story in a larger world and still make people not have that thing of, oh, why don't you just call Iron Man? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's just like, there's that fine line that they have to figure out.
1: Yeah. Um, Even when I'm out, I'm in. It sounds badass, but I don't think it was as badass as, like it did, right? You, when, when Fury says it to Rhodey, when he's yeah. like, like even when i'm out i'm in i wanted to be like come on are you
0: though it definitely was kind of like that last like he really was trying to you know but then we see how it affects him like when he goes outside and he and again he like lets that facade down and he just like collapses into the bench and i again i love seeing that i love seeing behind the scenes of the mask that is nick
1: fury mm-hmm. you know yeah um there's uh yeah later in secret invasion the comic as if for those of you watching the live stream they get all the avengers powers and take their places so and they start combining power sets and like all that stuff so i Mm -hmm. hope we don't get it in this in this show we definitely Um,
0: won't um
1: that's a fantastic four problem
0: right yeah that's a fantastic four issue
1: you know (laughs) Uh, um uh, something that I also, in that interrogation, let's talk about uh, the interrogation scene between Ugh. Fallsworth and it. Bro uh, Brogan.
0: Oh, she was so badass. She it was is. so that's badass. Again, no hesitation. Just she He was like, do your worst. And she's like, okay. Snips the finger right off. Does not flinch. He's like, oh my God. And she's like, well, that's confirmed. Love her. Yeah. Queen. I love her. Again, Olivia Colman in
1: anything. She... I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel made an Excalibur um, uh, team with reading that. Because cool. it just seems like this whole time in phase four, they've been showing us uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character as the other kind of Nick Fury putting together the Thunderbolts or whatnot. But uh, we also get Falsworth. yeah. Mm -hmm. i guess why not both you know
0: yeah it's that type of thing where it's like and also she's british intelligence so i think that would be very interesting to see um like you said excalibur other teams being formed across other um states and governments because they have their own metahumans not metahumans mutants and that mutates not not, yeah mutates. mutates that's right the now. word i'm looking for metahuman is the dc term sorry guys i got my yeah. i got my comic companies mixed up how
1: dare you blue
0: wow i know sorry it's just like the mass overload of information that constantly exists in my brain i don't know what two plus two is but i can tell you what who rogues parents are you know
2: i also yeah. think that the i just realized something just popped up in my mind i think a lot of I think the inclusion of having another intelligence agency, specifically with something like Fallsworth and making it British, it kind of ties into a larger theme that I've noticed amongst Phase Four, which is decentering America. Because I feel like so much of like the earlier phases were focused on like America and like it being the world power, and now you have a lot more like international, obviously superheroes at play. I mean, you look at Ms. Marvel, like they had two episodes that of Pakistan, and you know, um, the was the great grandma yeah like yes. she was like she was like pakistanian the superhero thing so i think it's really interesting and i think it's a great place to do that with secret invasion too like really take away that narrative from like decentering america mm-hmm. and um making that like the prominent part of the mcu and like showcasing the different regions and uh what's going on in other countries because honestly like yeah. the mcu is huge and i think it's really good that they're exploring that And secret innovation gives the perfect avenue. So I'm really excited to see where they go with that. And like, especially Mm -hmm. showcasing different nations and
0: what. Well, um, Rhodey does say something interesting, uh, at the UN, like not the UN, but at the little meeting and he talks about how like, that's why I'm here is like one of like America, the most important power, the biggest power. And I think just that line itself was a little bit of a way to hint at other organizations gaining their own foothold in this Mm -hmm. sort of you know um superhero race that is becoming that is that is going on and again i do think that's also going to add when the mutants are introduced that's going to add another layer as well you know because this no longer is just an american-centric thing this is happening across the globe
2: and And like technically yeah sorry i was gonna say Mm -hmm. it's like always it always has been now it's just like more prominent that it's been yeah like.
0: and now um america is gonna have to deal with the realization that oh shit we're not the only people with super soldiers with super yeah. humans anymore
1: yeah so in the comics what ends up happening is kind of the opposite of what we're seeing with the mcu so currently in mcu we don't have mutants right but yes. it and eventually the mutants will come by uh come around in the comics the mutants get rid, like, they get rid of the mutants. So, during No More Mutants, right after House of Them, Scarlet Witch says yes. no more mutants, the mutants get depowered, only 198 mutants are still on the planet. And what ends up happening, they talk about it in one of the comics, is that the mutants used to be the equalizer all around the world. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's random chance, it's proportional, popu- like, it's proportional every single way. So populations will have roughly the same amount of mutants, right? Yes. So mutants are all over the place, and you can't you, you, you can't just be waging all out superhuman war because there's mutants in every country, right? You yeah. gotta be you gotta be careful. But they're gonna do the opposite of this, right? We've seen in the first however many phases that America is kind of the center of of the MCU. It's the MCA, Marvel Cinematic America. Yeah, it's like <laughs> It all takes place in America. And then we realize, then Wakanda comes on the scene. Then we get other countries, like, doing their own thing. And, like, uh, I definitely think it's an arms race right now. Mm-hmm. Between probably every country, like, is is trying to get their their own organization, right? Olivia uh, yeah. Colvin's character, Fallsworth is from MI6, which is uh, the British CIA. But then we also okay, get Sabre, bond. you know? Yeah, James Bond. SWORD, which is um, also
0: still technically a organization. But again, it's a different organization from yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think that's an important differentiation as well. That we sword, S.H.I.E.L.D., we have isn't Saber. The, yeah, that S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't the sole intelligence agency
1: anymore. Right. Right. And so we're getting all these things. And it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if... if if uh, uh, Marvel used
0: know. the mutants as the great equalizer.
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. China China gets a super team. Russia gets a super team. If we're building up to this big thing where countries are starting to fight against each other and then mutants kind of... They might be building up that all these countries are fighting against each other. And then when they bring in phase seven, I think it's going to be the mutant saga. I think after the multiverse stuff, it's the mutant stuff. And I think that all the countries are going to be like, why are we fighting against ourselves when we could just be racist towards mutants? Yep. And so what's going to bring, bring earth together is their hate of mutants. That's what I think.
0: It's, it's going to be so funny when the mutants come in and people, I know that, you know, those types of people are going to be like, why is this about race? Marvel (laughs) comics was never about this. And it's like, funny story. Yeah. I actually think it's really interesting that,
2: they would like okay, like I really like that they go in the direction, but you know, like how the multiverse is like a big thing, like it's it's like yeah freaking like multiverse, and yeah. then it's like so phase one was like Earth mostly, and you had the cosmic stuff, and then phase whatever the multiverse saga is like you introduce all of this, and then phase like seven and beyond like hey, let's just go back to Earth again, mutants mm-hmm. like cosmic who girl who knows her because like there's so much going on in like phase like four five six like I. I really wonder how they're gonna balance it because they're also trying to bring like the focus back to earth with obviously mm-hmm. like the Skrull invasion and I'm like is no one gonna talk about the celestial like like they're
0: he's still there not a oh, yeah. single at same time it's like that's kind of like how comics are at this point so now it's kind of like that like suspending yeah. of disbelief because you know it's like there's always like 50,000 comic events happening simultaneously and it's kind of that thing where it's like well everybody's you know focusing on their own individual mission trying to like protect the world so it's kind of hard for like you know somebody else to show up to be like your background guy mm-hmm. yeah. right
2: I, yeah I just like I think it's like I think it's different when it's like translated onto live action because it I mm-hmm. think it like hits a lot harder absolutely you have like really drastic things like the events of the Eternal still haven't been explored mm-hmm. in any project really like except for a few name drops and like very subtle references i'm like okay there's also mm-hmm. like the lawyer organization with she hulk like what's up with that i don't know mm-hmm. so.
1: oh yeah i mean i also think it's like that that big old like land of trash that's in our own <laughs> world in the middle of yeah. the ocean or whatever i think that celestial is kind of like that where it's just like do we talk about it every single day no.
0: It's one of we those just, things where it's just like nope, we're we not just accepted
1: it. that there are m- square miles of trash.
0: It's kind of like I love I love those TikToks that are like what it would be like if we had TikTok in the MCU, you know? The ones yeah. that are like like when I was blipped like oh my gosh guys, I like missed 5 years of school LOL. It's like I feel I feel like yeah, so many people are just kind of like they're just kind of used to it at this point. They're like, "Well, there's a giant god there's a you know oh well look at that you guys you know fire is raining from the sky
1: okay whatever you know i mean yeah yeah um there's a lot of stuff that happens in the marvel world right so like in the mcu uh it's like okay i think people are just i think it's it's like real life i think it's mm-hmm. like yeah. what do you just you accept what do you accept in real life Mm-hmm. We accept that, like, there are going to be coups in other countries. We mm-hmm. just accept it. And in those countries, like, that's a big deal. But in where we're at, it's like, okay, we're dealing with our own, like, issues, yeah, yeah. right? And we're picking and choosing and prioritizing. And mm-hmm. there, a f- fine, a huge space giant comes out of the ocean, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I I do think, again, that MCU does have that thing where, in comics, time doesn't exist, you know? Iron Man has been thirty forever. Professor eh. Xavier has been seventy forever. Eh. You know, it's I that don't thing where agree it's, with
1: that. It's a sliding timeline. You know, Marvel. but
0: it's it, it's one of those things where it's like time doesn't fully exist in comparison yeah. to the MCU, where the MCU is eventually going to have an expiration date.
1: Um, I don't agree. Really? Yeah. I there's a reason why they're they're rationing out their IP. Like Miles hasn't shown up because. At a certain point we're going to lose Tom Holland as Peter and I don't think we're going to get recast and we like the I've said it before and I'll say it again blue um it is both a a a gift and a curse that like the Marvel Cinematic Universe runs in real time. Like the stories that they can tell is finally Peter Parker getting older, Peter Parker retiring. We we've seen Steve Rogers retire. That doesn't happen in the comics. Or in the comics, he gets de-aged and then comes back and like he's back, but we're not gonna get that, you know, I think that like we finally, like, by rationing it out, we can see these characters age. And that's kind of a gift that we don't get in comics.
0: I do, you know, it's that thing where it's like, I know that comics are going to be around forever. I do believe that. I do believe yeah. because they, in, as a medium, as a whole, they've been around since, you know, early 1900s. Yeah. I don't think they're going to disappear anytime soon, but it is that thing. It's like, how long will the MCU last? Like when I have children, and when I'm like 20 years from now, when I'm 40 years old, will it still be around? You know, it has lasted into my 20s. So, you know, if uh, the world's still alive, then we'll see. If,
1: <laughs> if they still did what they... We're doing in phases one and two, but doing it now, I would say that the bubble will burst. But mm-hmm. what people are complaining about now is actually a great investment that Marvel's mm-hmm. doing, which is create outwards so yeah. that you can build up. Right? You have to expand. And so, phase four is all it's all been about expansion, mm-hmm. and some people don't like it because there's so many different tones, but the different tones. Or what what people are getting into Marvel for? Like you don't yeah. have to see everything MCU. Like you don't. Like my dad ha- will probably have different MCU favorites, than, like you know, than my mom, than me, than whoever, right? Mm-hmm. Then the bro down the street, he's not gonna watch the Brogan. Shooting. Then yeah, the Brogan, the Brogan. Um, I uh. I mean, uh, let, uh, let's let get into just a little bit of depth before we uh, uh, close this, because I, I would feel bad if we didn't touch on Rodian and Sam's, or uh, uh, Sam, Rodian and Nick's Nick. talk. Mm-hmm. And I can see both sides. Yeah. But also that's because we're on Nick's side. Mm-hmm. If we were in Rodi's shoes, Nick coming out of the blue saying like, this is only a threat I can stop. Sounds mm-hmm. conceited, right?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it is. And, yeah.
0: I just think nobody's right or wrong right now. I mean, graphic, killing people is wrong. But um, it is that thing where it's like, Talos's concerns are valid. His feelings are valid. Nick Fury's worries are valid. And Rhodey's feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't a black and white situation. And I think it's very hard to see. Because both of their concerns are real, and they're where they are coming from, um, the positions that they're in is you know they're they are from at the end of the day two, two different times. Uh, Rody again, he's in the position that he's in currently. Um, Nick Fury is at a different place in his life, so again, it's that's another reason why they're also bashing heads is that they're in two completely different places. They're not on the same you know level. They're not in the same stepping stone. You know, so I think that well, plays into another. Layer as well. Again, I can't. There's not a lot I feel comfortable speaking about because at the end of the day, I'm not black, and that this yeah. is an experience. This is something that that was very sup- much supposed to be a commentary on the black experience, and so again, I don't mm-hmm. feel like as though I can fully comment on it. Um, but it is just something where again, it's the older generation and the younger generation. Again, they are they are they are farther apart in age. I don't. They're not the same age, and so they do no. have different experiences.
1: Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they do talk of like Nick Fury talking about being on the train mm-hmm. where there's a colored car and a white car. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty like that. That is a very specific time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Rhodey would not have grown up in. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I I liked their thing, and I want to go back and I I want to rewatch that scene. Mm-hmm. Rody talks about how he's known for fifteen years that squirrels were on earth. I know yes but I the was government like, knows
2: but like, I think it's more interesting that the government knows too because it was like a meeting with the government, right? So like they've also just been tracking. but I wonder if it's like what if it was like a scroll who decided that to is do true. That?
0: It's like. It's you know it's like I'm telling I'm telling you this information on purpose so that I have a control about what information gets leaked you know mm-hmm. which is a very smart move you know Honestly. like given
2: how much like power they already have like they're like world leaders I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being the case like yeah one of the United States <laughs> leaders is also a Skrull and we just had no idea maybe it's Rodi I don't know
1: or maybe Again, it's that's, like the whole or maybe it's show. President Ritson yeah you know. Again, oral. Dermot Mulroney being in this show, there has to be some sort of twist with his character.
0: Oh absolutely.
1: you know mm-hmm. um by the way, they cut off the scroll's finger and the finger turns back to a scroll
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought like so that means I mean you could do that then to test people instead of instead of killing them outright, cut off their mm-hmm. finger and test them right?
0: Does the finger grow back? That was my question. We is it like is it like an iguana?
1: I don't know because scrolls. We haven't seen them heal, right?
0: Yeah, that was they my question. They shape
1: shift, but they don't.
0: Yeah, because that was my question. Because they can shape shift into other species too, besides humans. Can that's
1: they? that's like
0: the thing? Yeah, they can shape shift into other species besides humans. That's what's well, humanoid.
1: Like, but what else? Yeah,
0: humanoid species, but like not all the like, humanoid species have five fingers. So that's what that's oh. what my brain was thinking of. So I'm like, is it like an iguana after this? You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but also, I mean, they it have doesn't it matter. It doesn't animals, matter, though, right?
0: You know, no. But it, again, it doesn't matter fully. But that's just like something I thought of immediately. I'm like, so is it going to grow back, or is it just like, yeah, you know? That I was like, are you like an iguana where you can like regrow your tail, or you know? Well,
1: I mean, at the end of that, he's not growing back from what they did. They executed him <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the woods and left his body, which also isn't smart because then someone's just gonna yeah. find a Skrull body in the woods. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Though, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like y'all are just y'all are just leaving it there. Seriously, where's your cleanup crew? You know, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, did you guys like the the fight scene at the end with the with fighting the Russians, the Skrulls versus the Russians?
2: kind of skip through <laughs> it oh, i do you I, not
1: like fight scenes some i mean something i don't. thought it
2: was gonna be really like gruesome and i kind of had dinner before oh. i watched it so i don't want to watch it i, I it wasn't more that gruesome. gruesome okay
1: wait what'd you say blue
0: i want more gruesome you know i wish it was I, more
1: gruesome you, you know, see the guy get hung on the meat hook but it's out of frame yeah but like i wish it showed it
0: yeah and like you show like she literally just snips off his whole finger which again that you I, did see yeah i was honestly shocked that they showed us it was kind of yeah. like a multiverse of madness where like you see wanda full blown make people go pop and boom and everything yeah. you know and again i like i like marvel pushing that cuz this feels like it should be a darker show i want to mm-hmm. see some blood and guts however i did not like it being in a meat locker because i have a fine line where i also can't handle seeing dead animals I have a weird brain, like yeah. seeing chunks of meat. I was like, I don't really like this, but I get it. It's like the Russian mob thing, but at the same time, you know?
1: Um. So I, I don't know if you guys know this in the comics, the the first wave, the Skrull invasion, Reed Richards convinces them to turn into cows and he erases their minds. So they think they're cows. Problem is they end up in a slaughterhouse and people eat Skrull burgers and get sick
2: oh my god
0: and can i, don't I just know say this is, is a reason number three hundred five thousand six hundred and thirty eight why i don't like reed richards thank you for giving me another reason to add to my list
1: i have i there are people that i like that like reed richards and there are people that i like that don't like reed richards i think it's funny i think it's <laughs> I love making fun of Reed Richards.
0: I just think he he's like, I'm the smartest man. Let's make you guys into cows. This yeah. isn't gonna go bad at all. Hell yeah. no. More reasons to become a vegan, I guess.
1: You uh know? yeah. Um, there's so much more to the scroll story in the comics than they're than they're showing. So I really hope they expand on. And not in this show. I really want this show mm-hmm. to be down to earth, right? If Gravit you know, is the only person to get a to get powers and it's only the group powers, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm exactly. Okay with that. Let's instead of doing a super scroll with Groot, Frost Beast, Cull, Obsidian, and Extremis, like, can we just get the Fantastic Four's powers onto Yeah, exactly? Onto Super Scroll? Like, can we just they have the rights? Let's just see. The, it. Yeah. I would rather I would rather a Phantasm Four movie be about the scrolls than yeah. about Doom or Galactus or anything. Like just do the scrolls again. Like or like mm-hmm. just do something new, you know?
0: I definitely think that this is gonna be continued in the Marvels. I definitely yeah. think we're yeah. gonna get more of a continuation. I think it's gonna definitely feed into that because again, Carol Danvers is such a big part of you know scrolls and crees and all of that. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think. I would love, again, if she made just like even just a brief appearance, that'd be awesome. I don't know if she will make the hype dream, but that would be really cool to see, I think. Um, But I definitely will say I do agree with other people. I don't think that this show should, at the end of the day, be called Secret Invasion. Because it isn't Secret Invasion. Not Um, like the comic, no. Not like the comics. It is one of those things where I do understand why people are uh, upset and annoyed by it being called Secret
1: Invasion. Um... I'm cool with them being annoyed I don't yeah like I'll say this outright like the people who are like why aren't we getting this and I'm motioning to the background for anyone listening to the podcast <laughs> my background is this big old superhuman scroll force we're not going to get that and I think people need to yeah. st- we've we've had 20 plus years of the MCU we gotta understand that it is lower concept than mm-hmm. the comics the comic can do anything the comics can mm-hmm take um, apart planets but it doesn't mean we're gonna necessarily do that right we're not gonna have an invading scroll force of superpowered. we're not gonna get the x-men and the avengers and the inhumans teaming up we're not getting all that and
0: that's okay magneto can be a lot can have existed in the holocaust and still be alive you know and still look like he's a dilf Mm -hmm. you know
1: i mean yeah to each their own for dilf stuff but you know um, or a jilf
0: in some cases.
1: Do you call it a jilf? Well, he's I, I technically...
0: Think... A, he's a jilf, too, because he has grandkids. So, uh,
1: just really quick, because for some reason we're going to get into this. I don't think that a grandfather-ilf should be a jilf, because what would be the difference between a grandmother and a grandfather-ilf? It well, should be I guess called if you, a g-dilf. If you... It's a g-dilf. Well, or a no, g-dilf, because like, it depends right? on
0: whether or not you know... The grandson, the grandchild, or the parent, or like the the child, you know, because like I if I was friends with Billy, thing. well, yeah, like if I was friends with Billy and then I met his dad, I'd be like, oh yeah, your dad's a Dilf. And then if I met his grandpa, I'd be like, your dad's a, your grandpa's a Dilf.
1: Yeah, but if you, you know? met if you met a Dilf without knowing their kids, you would still call them a Dilf because it's a generational <laughs> thing. It's not these who are the things
0: these know. are the these are these are the real things that we talk about here. We okay. talk about Magneto's family tree and we talk about whether or not Magneto is a jilf or a Dilf, okay?
1: Look, he uh yeah clearly get... has
0: Riz because in every universe he gets a bitch. Okay, he gets bitches in every
1: universe. Rogue.
0: Yeah, I was gonna I was about to say he that. He gets rogue
1: Sometimes um you know? regardless, uh you know, one day when I go into the when I Get transported to the marvel universe he will be my father-in-law because i'm gonna marry polaris not scarlet witch i don't care it's but okay polaris... we'll be
0: we'll be we'll be in-laws because i'm gonna marry wanda
1: cool see you at the family we'll reunion yeah uh, <laughs> okay so with this show though um um with everything going on uh with everything uh we got four more episodes how do we feel it's it's gonna finish up
0: I have no idea. I th- I did not I know there's only going to be six episodes. I thought I there was going to be more than that.
2: Yeah, I do think it'll be a compromise. I just feel like with those six episodes, like mm-hmm. going off world and like finding a whole new world, like it's too mm-hmm. much to go into space. So I think it'll just be a compromise on Earth. I'm just curious to see like how they compromise and what happens mm-hmm. to the scrolls that like incited this whole mess in the first mm-hmm. place and like how... I don't want to say punished cuz I don't think they should be punished but I just
0: yeah I don't think so either.
1: Gra- Gravic should. They're like they okay, should Gravic, be Gravic
2: should, but like all of the other ones they shouldn't really be punished.
1: Yeah. I I think it I think it's going to end in Talos's death and that is going to spark the scrolls to mm-hmm. to empathize with Talos in his final yeah. words, right? Yeah, yeah. Talos dies cuz Nick Fury I don't think will bring them back. No. like on his own you know yeah to no. his side.
0: there's too much bad blood there i feel like gravic and Tylos both dying that would probably be very interesting because you have two people who represent the opposite of the ideals you know mm-hmm. um yeah. and again i don't obviously nick fury isn't dying he's gonna be in the marvels so i do think it would be interesting i do think that this show would be good to also lead into the marvels I feel like it just seems like a natural progression. So I think seeing that would be awesome, too, as well. Um, But again, this definitely isn't something that's going to be resolved easily. It's not going to have a happy ending. And that's just, I feel like, the reality of a situation where you have, you know, the the scrolls are refugees. This isn't something that just gets wrapped up with a pretty little bow, and it's not going to be wrapped up with a pretty little bow in the MCU, either.
1: Yeah, I mean, we know the Cree are gonna be a big part of the Marvels. So I, I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. I'm throwing my hat into the scrolls being a part of the Marvels, but mm-hmm. we'll see.
0: But you know, I like again, like, the scrolls are big too.
1: Yeah, but well, I don't I was know was if they're gonna guy be in the
2: Marvels. Is gonna end up being the leader of the scrolls. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially well after Talos' death. Yes. Yeah. I, I can't wait for
0: more that. of her. I cannot wait for more of her.
1: I need more Vara, Fury's wife.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to get more of her. I'm very much excited to get
1: more I of need her. to know. I want to see a young Fury dating her. I do, too. I want to see their love story, okay? It's like, if right? they're really
0: in love, I want to see that love story. That's just because I'm a romance girly, okay? I want the fan fictions. Where are the fan fictions? I need my fan fictions. I better see them on my feed.
1: I don't know... I don't know what kind of fan fiction you're looking for, but I hope you get something.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I hope I get, I hope I get something good.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone has any final thoughts about this episode, but uh, so far so good. Number one, like episode one was, you know, setting up some dominoes. Mm-hmm. Number two, set up some more dominoes, even bigger dominoes, and it's going to start falling soon
2: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. i can't wait um four more episodes it's gonna be a sh- it's a short trip but like i don't know i'm enjoying it i don't know why people are complaining this it's does because give it's me not super fast-paced like, yeah but like especially with this episode like the people who watched both episodes in the premiere like people who went to the premiere watch these two episodes and they said like oh it's not that good it's like but you saw the second episode. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what you... What do you want? And I think there was an article that I saw out there that said Marvel fans don't know what they want. And Secret Invasion proves it. Like, Secret yeah. Invasion is a return to kind of the simpler oh, Marvel incredible. kind of stories in phase... Mm-hmm. Let's just say phase two. It's like a very Winter Soldier kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And I don't think there's ever going to be a... um like a show that makes people happy because people are like, oh, well, I want a different, like I want a change in tone. Okay, Eternals brought a change in tone. Oh, well, I don't like this. I don't like this. You know, Falcon, the Winter Soldier also try to do something a little bit de- different, be a little bit, you know, more deep. It's like, again, you don't know what you want. And so you get to complain at every turn.
1: Yeah, I'd I, like I like to stick to the theory that everybody wants something different. So that's kind of what mom mm-hmm. is trying to give us. And yeah. we don't need to like 100% of the stuff.
0: And I feel like that's, again, you know, how it is hard, I think, when there is something like this property that is so beloved. And so then the idea that somebody else doesn't like it or does like it, it makes you mad. Yeah. You know? And I feel like I'm going to sound like a total dude bro right now. Movie fans are just going to have to get used to it because that's what being a comic fan is like. You're not going to like every single superhero run that you get, you know, it's like, you have to deal with that. Some people love the ultimate Spider-Man run. I despise it. Some people love MJ and Peter together. I despise it. That's the whole thing about being a comic fan. You know, it's like there's some runs you're going to love, some runs you're going to hate and that's just how it is.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ridley, do you got any final thoughts?
2: (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm very interested to see how this goes. I hope, I think I say this with every MCU show, I just hope they wrap up as nicely, as much as they can, and don't introduce anything new too late. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. I've issued a lot of them, so I hope it's the least with this one, I guess.
0: Yes. Yeah. Do the most, but also the least. Yeah. That's, like, I feel like the best way to say it. Yeah
1: yeah uh try mr. to have plow, a decent conclusion mr plow in the comments says uh, maria hill's mother's dialogue was cheesy and that was kind of the low point of the episode whereas the high point of the episode to him was nick fury's story about the the tell me what i don't know game
0: that was a really, i really
2: love. this yeah. was a really well-written episode like i mm-hmm. found myself like being really surprised by how well-written the dialogue was i thought it was yeah. great
0: I definitely was a lot more, again, I think this episode miles better than the first episode. Again, I still like the first episode, but this one definitely was, this was a good episode. This was a inherently good episode. Yeah. And I feel like it's only going to go up from here. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to thank both of you so much for, for coming on the show and taking time, uh, special guest blue, um, blue, where can people find you online? What do you got coming up? Uh, anything you want to plug?
0: Um, well, uh, you can always find me on, uh, Instagram at crybabyblue, um, blue without the E because I'm special like that. Um, I'm going to be making a Twitch soon. I'm officially getting a PC set up. So we are going to start making some, you know, video game content because I have every hobby known to mankind and that includes video games. Yeah. And I'm also going to be doing a review soon of TKO comics, which I'm really excited.
1: Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you yeah. say blue without an E, but it's also cry with an I.
0: I know. But last time we said that, it made people really confused. So, you it's, know, at it's this cry baby point,
1: blue, cry with an I, blue without an E.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Listen, if you're going to find me, you're going to find me.
1: It could also be cribby, cribby blue. Y-
0: you're a cribbaby.
1: Cribbaby, cribbaby blue.
0: <laughs> We're Wait, losing our minds. We're losing our minds.
1: I am, I am both sleep deprived and i
0: know i can only imagine um, how you feel you know it's like can we get a big shout out though to dimitri everybody like let's give a shout out like that's the real shout out that should be given right now
1: what stop content creating king um yes spelled with c's yes anyway moving on um uh thank you blue so much for for being on this episode um Ridhi, where can we find you, co-host of the Secret Invasion After Show?
2: Um, you can find me at Movies with Riddhi on Twitter or on TikTok and Instagram and Movies with Ridhi on Twitter. I have a sub-stock. I will be restarting it again soon. So if that interests you, make sure to keep on the lookout for that. But yeah, other than that, I'm just excited to talk about Marvel again and really excited to be here. So thank you
1: yeah yeah uh it's great having you co-host uh this season of the app show, this your invasion After show um so thanks for for doing that
2: Love um what's that i was gonna say i really like doing this it's just like yeah. nice to talk to like nerds and, like it and, is it is and
0: connect. as as somebody who did not have a lot of nerdy friends growing up this this like something like this being able to talk to people who Again, I'm gonna send like a dude, bro. Know their stuff is very refreshing. It is very yeah. refreshing because you know you do have the casual fans, but you know you want to ta- have like sometimes an in depth discussion about the like the added layers and how you know these aren't just superhero movies. You know, there's a lot more to them yeah. than meets the eye.
1: I uh, I forget sometimes how normal people are. And then I get just yep. really disappointed. I, I get really disappointed yep. when I find out how normal some people are, and yep. I'm like, oh, you cannot relate um, to anything that I'm talking about. Or doing. But that's I, okay. you know, I know, that's okay. It's yep. Like,
2: I want you to hear me listen, like talk about like whatever it is. Like especially in media, I feel like you sound crazy when you like start getting to the nitty gritty. Exactly. are like, why are you so deep in this? And I'm like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's just like I don't know what to tell you. It makes me happy. So it's just really yeah. nice to like connect with
0: you. I made I my best friend watch a 40 minute. Video on the MCU because she doesn't, she's not a huge MCU person. So I had her watch a whole 40 minute video with me to summarize the events of what's been happening before we went to go see No Way Home.
1: I will make a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> and we will, we will trap her like trapping someone for a timeshare. Oh, exactly. We'll, we will, uh, put on the PowerPoint and you and I. <laughs> We'll, we'll do a PowerPoint presentation. All right. Moving on from this. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you, everybody out there for watching and or listening. If you were watching us, you were watching us on twitch.tv slash Show or youtube.com slash Show. If you were listening to us, you were listening to us wherever you get your podcast from. Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Apple Podcast and stitcher which i think stitcher is actually going out of business or whatever Mm -hmm. so or went out for stitcher everybody you know know. uh thank you to stitcher out there we we had a good five months so thank you um other than that uh you can give back to the show patreon.com slash the keen show if you want to find a donation tier that works for you You subscribe to that tier something as low as five dollars and give us back uh, to the key because we do multiple shows here for the key. The Secret Invasion After Show is obviously uh, Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, but we also have Comic Talk every Thursday. Uh, there are some exceptions, but every Thursday, at 5 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, we also have the Keeg Talks every weekend, where we talk about different geek topic, uh every geek week. Um, so this weekend, we are talking Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We're talking oh, about that. Um, so we do a lot here at the key. You can find us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at the Keeg Show. That's our biggest uh social media is Instagram and TikTok at the Keeg Show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and all that jazz. Um at the Keeg Show slash the Keeg Show. Wherever you're online, you can find us there at the Keek Show or slash the Keek Show. Um that's pretty much the gist of things. We got four more episodes of Secret Invasion after show, um, which will also, uh, which won't have uh, Blue, um, but it will have some more uh, awesome guests. But none as awesome as Blue, right?
0: Wow. Well, okay. Thanks. I'm gonna watch Uh-oh. every single episode now and just make sure that you don't say that to anybody else because if you do,
1: oh shit! Dang,
0: I guess I'll just go cry.
1: Uh oh. Uh, I gotta look up some adjectives in the thesaurus. <laughs> Um. So I won't say the same thing twice to everybody. Dang right, the same we're, all, thing. we're all
0: special. We're all special.
1: Yeah, everybody's special. Um, but all these episodes will have co-host Rithy. So thank you, Rithy. uh once again, I am your host Dimitri Pereira and Rithy. So Rithy, co-host Rithy, <laughs> <laughs> your co-host. You gotta be loud. Be no, proud. I know.
2: I'm so sleepy. Like. <laughs>
1: It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's, the,
2: it's, the, it's the lack of
1: sleep getting to us. And this was the Secret Invasion After Show, episode two. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.